Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. On this episode of Right on Radio, this is probably going to be one of the most controversial ones that has ever taken place. And you're going to be excited. What are we going to ask? We're going to ask the questions. Who is going to usher in the Antichrist? We're also going to talk about dark to light and much, much more. But first, just a couple really quick announcements. Uh, First of all, Jesse is not going to be here today. She needs to rest. She's been having, you know, some challenges in her life. She needs your prayers. Please continue to pray for her health in general, to pray for her to get rest. And also, don't forget to pray for her tooth. We're still expecting that miracle. So I've got a lot to cover. And really, the overall theme of this is I'm going to be digging into Revelation, into the book of Revelation. And today, I'm going to talk about the synagogue of Satan. And when you hear what I heard this morning, uh, this is going to definitely be controversial. But uh, there's reason why I'm going to play it, and I'll explain that in a few moments before I play about a 14 minute, 12 to 14 minute clip. Uh, it's going to blow your mind, but trust me, if you're a believer or non-believer, I think it's going to blow your mind, and I'll set the context for it in a moment. Uh, just a couple of pieces of business. And a number of people have been asking us to do a show or do to do comments on the glamorous calling posts that calls out what we refer to as the Cucumber Club or the Alliance, and there's other names that are used out there. Uh, But, you know, early on, there was a post about that. Uh, I have an answer, which is a general feeling. Uh, I think Jesse and I are on the same page on this, but we're going to dig into it a little bit deeper. And we will discuss this at length in a near future uh, broadcast of Right on Radio. Uh, So, there what seems to be like a permission is the way it came off of from the Glamis website. Uh, but I don't think things are quite as they appear, but I want to get some more evidences uh, to present that to you. So stay tuned for that. Also, speaking of that and, and the cucumber guys and all that, um, it's important to mention because yesterday we lost one of the greatest in this business um in the business of broadcasting uh being someone who loves his country and believed in what he said and of course i'm talking about rush limbaugh i watched a lot of tributes yesterday and and i'm sure you did as well so i'm not going to do a long tribute in fact i'm just going to say look god rest his soul god bless his family and the tens of millions of patriots who are going to miss him every single day because he was such a staple in many people's lives. And uh, my heart goes out to his family and to all those people who really feel sincere loss, as I do feel sincere loss for him. But the uh, an amazing thing happened. And uh, I posted this on my Telegram feed. And by the way, you should subscribe to my Telegram channel, which is right underscore on underscore radio. 
And on that channel, I sift through hundreds of news stories and I post, I think what kind of goes along with the themes of this show and you know what I deem to be important news, not just complaining about stuff and complaining about the news, but stuff that actually matters to your life, at least in my humble opinion. So I suggest that you do follow that channel and, and look at it regularly because there's a lot of news items that are on that channel that I post that I really, we really can't put here because you know some of the uh, the tech censorship things that are going on right now. And there's certain things that, you know, are forbidden speech, quite honestly. And listen, we, uh, we want to continue using this platform because technically it's a really good platform. And and uh, so I'll leave it there uh, for that. But with the Rush thing, found something really great. And I'm going to share my screen. And for those of you who are listening just on audio, that's okay. I'm going to describe what is shown here. So this is from yesterday. And it says, tell me this isn't real. So, you know, if you remember the uh, the press guy for, for Donald J. Trump, his name is Dan Scavino. And, you know, often we look at the times he posts things and we try to look into it and stuff like that. Well, he put a post out yesterday and it says, rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh, the greatest of all time, heart, prayer, America, uh, were the emojis he used. But what's really interesting is he posted it at 12.52 in the afternoon, and yesterday was 2.17.21. So what this person found is he says, okay, let's take the 12.52 plus 2 plus 17 plus 2021 and that equals 3292 now if you're just listening well, what the hell is 3292 well there's a that's a reference marker and there's some text that goes along with that and if you went to the cucumber club march 28th of 2019 number 3292 says this, RIP, Patriot, your sacrifice will never be forgotten. Strength and honor. <laughs> if that doesn't blow your mind and, you know, validate some of the things that have been posted there, then I don't know what will how that happens, hey, uh, I'll leave that up to you to decide. But back to this uh, thing on Revelation. And, and by the way, uh, one of our great listeners had sent me uh, this series on Revelation by a pastor, Steve Anderson. And it's 22 hours, so it's essentially an hour per book. and. I've only watched the first two episodes. It is absolutely fantastic. Now, as a younger Christian in particular, I really dove into the book of Revelation. I read the Bible, essentially, and I spent some time in Revelation, like most people do who get into it. And I, at the time, I was using an NIV application study Bible, so I'm cross-referencing scriptures and things like that. And, you know, I, I got a lot out of Revelation, uh, 
And at the time, really, my biggest takeaway was God is really, really big and he's real and that I believe that the way he wrote the book is the way things are going to end. But, you know, as you get older in the faith, as you dive in more, you get more and more revelation. And I've heard many pastors and preachers uh, talk about revelation, and I've heard some things that are contrary to what I'm going to play you today. Uh, and the reason why I'm going to play this is, first of all, he makes a stunning case for his claim. Um, but I want to preface it with why. Uh, so we've been talking about dark to light. And even going back to those cucumber guys, they mentioned dark to light a number of times. Well, one of the focuses of Ride On Radio uh, going forward, as because we've revealed we believe this is the biggest story to watch until the return of Jesus Christ, is actually the dark side falling and the light side rising. Now, when we say the dark side falling, that's the essentially the satanic order is in a couple camps. There's the dark side and the light side. The light side is going to come up. They're going to look like perfect religious figures, very strict. They've never done things wrong in their life. And this is where the Antichrist is going to come out of. And he's going to be lifted up and people are going to believe it. Even the elect will believe it. And then we can talk about the alien thing, which is the mass deception. My opinion only. Uh, Jess happens to agree with it. But so that is dark to light. And when I saw this particular uh, clip, I believe they're talking about dark to light. So listen to this with that in the background. But I also want to preempt this clip and saying, I'm open to different point of views. I understand you can interpret scripture many different ways. And there's a couple things in both episodes one and episode two of this series, which I'll post the link to, by the way, in the description, um, that I'm having a hard time grasping. I'll just be honest. There's some things contrary to things that I've believed in the past, but it gives you, it gives me a platform to go and dive into the word and ask God himself to clarify. So having said that, this is going to, um, actually a better way to put it is, listen, on this program, every program we preach, love your neighbor. And your neighbor includes the dark side, which is currently being sacrificed by, you know, these demons, the demonic generals, and these humans who have made deals with them, who have gone to the dark side for rich, a lot of them are going to be sacrificed, okay? We need to pray for these people. They are still our neighbors. So in this uh, particular scene, when uh, this clip, rather, when he says the synagogue of Satan, and he identifies them clearly it is not about a race, and he's going to say this. It's not about um, a certain segment of people. Well, it is about a certain segment of people, but it's not a race thing. It's not um, anti-Semitic in any way. It's, you know, we are called to love and pray for our neighbors. So I'm going to let him make the points, 
and then perhaps I'll just have a quick comment at the end. But buckle your seatbelt. And by the way, uh, I've already informed Jesse to watch this because I'm expecting her to comment on this particular subject on Sunday when we do our live at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or just a couple of minutes past 10, but be there for 10 if you can. Anyways, here is the clip, and I will post the uh, link in the description. One moment, please. Again, this person's name is Pastor Stephen Anderson. It's called the Book of Revelation, and the YouTube channel is called Prepare Ye the Way of the Lord. Just about 14 minutes I'm going to play. Here it goes. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So he talks about the fact that they're going through tribulation, and he said that they were suffering and that they should not fear the things that they're suffering. He says, you're going to be cast into prison, be faithful unto death. He's talking about people being killed for the cause of Christ, going into prison for the cause of Christ. And in the midst of this, he throws in this, this statement, I know the blasphemy of them which say they're Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Now, what is that statement doing in the midst of a discussion about tribulation, persecution, uh, prison, martyrdom? Why bring up the synagogue of Satan? Why bring up these people who say they're Jews and are not, but do lie? Well, it's, it's very easy to understand once you identify who the synagogue of Satan is. Go to Romans chapter 2, if you would. Romans chapter 2. Now, I've heard a lot of preaching that discussed the synagogue of Satan, and I personally have never heard any preacher that I listen to properly identify the synagogue of Satan. And it always boggled my mind, because to me, it's very obvious when you just read this passage and take it for what it says, who the synagogue of Satan are. First of all, they are someone who says that they're a Jew. Now, doesn't that eliminate a lot of people right away? I mean, does everybody that you know say that they're a Jew? Does every religion on this planet claim to be Jews and say, we're Jews, I'm a Jew? No. Whoever the synagogue of Satan are, they are people who say that they're Jews. But are they Jews? No, they're not. Now, the other thing that you should notice is that this group is called the synagogue of Satan. Does every religion have synagogues? Does every person go to a synagogue or is every person a member of a synagogue? No. But if we look at this, it's very obvious when we think about the fact that there is a group of people in this world who do go to a synagogue, who do have a synagogue, and who say that they are Jews and are not part of the synagogue of Satan. And that is people who follow the religion of Judaism. Now you say, wait a minute, Pastor Anderson, there's no way that's the synagogue of Satan because they're saying that they're Jews and they really are Jews. 
Can't you see that they're Jews, Pastor Anderson? You know, these people that go to the synagogue and that practice Judaism? Can't you tell by, you know, the black hat that they're wearing? Can't you tell by, you know, the way that they dress and the, 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 maybe the little hat that they have on the back of their head? Can't you see the kosher meal being ordered on the airplane and know that these are Jews, Pastor Anderson? But hold on a second. Are they really Jews? These that go to a Jewish synagogue? These that practice the religion of Judaism? Well, look down at your Bible. The Bible says in Romans 2.28, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. So could it be that there are some that we look at outwardly and say, Hey, there's a Jew. Yep, that's a Jew. And really, they're not a Jew. He says, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter whose praise is not of men, but of God. So let me ask them, do you think that the guy that Paul's talking about in Romans 2, who he says, well, he's not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Do you think that guy goes around saying he's a Jew? I'll bet you he does. Of course he does. But Paul says, nope, he's not a Jew. He says he's one, but he's not. I'll prove it to you further. Look at Philippians 3. Keep in mind. Philippi is a city of Macedonia. Paul is writing unto the Gentiles in Philippians 3. And look what he says in verse 3. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice, listen to this, in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. So according to that, who's the true circumcision? Those who rejoice in Christ Jesus. Let me ask you this. Does the Jewish synagogue or the religion of Judaism rejoice in Christ Jesus? What does Christ mean? Christ means Messiah. Does Judaism teach that Jesus is the Messiah? No, Judaism does not teach that Jesus is the Messiah. They don't rejoice in Christ Jesus. Then let me tell you something. They're not the circumcision. You say, well, they're physically circumcised. That means nothing in the sight of God. God says that the true circumcision that matters today in the New Testament is the circumcision of the heart and the spirit. And it's those who rejoice in Christ Jesus that are the circumcision. He said he's not a Jew, which is one outwardly. He's a Jew, which is one inwardly. Circumcision is not that outward circumcision in the flesh. It's the circumcision of the heart and the spirit. And so those who practice the religion of Judaism, they say they're Jews, but they're not Jews because they're not inwardly a Jew. They're not circumcised in the heart. They don't rejoice in Christ Jesus. And by the way, he said, and have no confidence in the flesh. They're trusting in the flesh today to save them. They're trusting in works to save them. They don't trust in the faith of Jesus Christ to save them. Now, look at 1 John 2. You say, Pastor Anderson, you, you're not meaning to say that they're the synagogue of Satan. Where does Satan come into play? Well, look at, look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. The Bible says, little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard that Antichrist shall come. Now, is that singular or plural? Singular. As you've heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. So there's one guy, singular, that's called the Antichrist that's coming. But then there are also many Antichrists, plural, whereby we know that it's the last time. Let's get a little insight into who these antichrists are. Look at verse 22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. So the Bible says that someone who's an antichrist is someone who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Now, 
in order to deny that Jesus is the Christ, you have to believe that there is a Christ, but that it's not Jesus. Because if you're going to deny that Jesus is the Christ, that means you believe that there's the Christ, but that that's not Jesus. Well, what religion out there teaches that there's a Messiah, because remember, Christ means Messiah. In John 1, it says, we have found the Messiah, which is to say being interpreted the Christ. What religion out there teaches that there's a Messiah coming, but it's not Jesus? Judaism. They teach that Jesus was not the Messiah. And so the Jews today are, are uh, antichrist. Now you say, oh, you're racist, you're anti-Semitic. No, I'm not talking about a nationality, my friend. I'm not talking about a race. There are people that are of the, 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 the lineage of the tribe of Judah, you know, that come from the, 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 the land of Israel today that believe on Jesus Christ. They're saved. They are God's people. But when I'm talking about the Jews being the synagogue of Satan, I'm talking about just that, the synagogue of Satan. Is a synagogue a race or is a synagogue a religion? I mean, a synagogue is a religion. And so when he says the synagogue of Satan, we're not talking about people that are racially Jews, quote unquote. We're talking about people who follow a religion that teaches another Messiah that is not the Lord Jesus Christ. That is an antichrist religion. Those who deny that Jesus is the Christ, the Bible, look, I'll just read it again for you. It's so clear. Who is the liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is antichrist. That's saying anyone who denies that Jesus is the Messiah is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Because you say, well, the Jews, they worship the same God we do. They just don't believe in Jesus, but they do worship the same God. Well, look what it says in verse 23. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. So according to this, they don't have the Father. You say, no, they have the Father, they just don't have the Son. You know, they, they, they understand and believe in God the Father, just not, no, no, no. If you don't have the Son, you don't have the Father. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you don't believe in God the Father. They believe in another God that is not God the Father from the Holy Bible because it's impossible to believe on the Father. That's why, that's why even Jesus said, if you believed Moses, you'd believe me, for he spake of me. That proves that the, those who follow the religion of Judaism don't even believe Moses. You say, well, they believe the first five books of the Bible. According to Jesus, they don't believe any of the Bible. Because if they believed any of it, they'd believe on Jesus. If they had the Father, they'd have the Son. If they believed in Moses, they'd believe in the New Testament. You see, they just flat out don't believe the Bible because they are part of a religion that, according to the Bible, is an antichrist religion. You say, well, Judaism is pretty close. And, and some people even say this, Judeo-Christian religion. No. How about just Christian? Because Judaism has nothing to do with Christianity. It's a false religion. It's an antichrist religion. And I got news for you. The Bible's got a name for it. The synagogue of Satan. Now, the reason I make such a, a big deal about that, and let's go to one more place, 1 Thessalonians 2. It's because a lot of people today have bought into this uh, philosophy. Sometimes it's known as Zionism. And uh, sometimes it's known as dispensationalism. But basically this doctrine that teaches that the Jews are God's chosen people. I'm sure you've all probably heard that before. You say, well, the Jews, they're God's chosen people. Now, we're talking about people that don't even believe in Jesus. We're talking about people that believe in another Messiah, another Christ. They're antichrist. The Bible calls them the synagogue of Satan. And they say these Jews that don't even believe in Jesus, they say those are God's chosen people just by virtue of their 
ethnicity. They just are automatically God's chosen people. And here's what they say. If you bless them, God will bless you. And if you curse them, God will curse you. That's not what the Bible teaches. That promise was made unto Abraham and to his seed. That seed was Christ. He said, if you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Read Galatians 3, my friend. It's crystal clear. But look at this. Tell me if this sounds like the Jews who do not believe in Christ are under God's blessing. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14. For ye, brethren, became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For ye also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets and have persecuted us. So we're talking about the Jews that, what? Killed the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us, and they please not God, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved, to fill up their sins all the way. Watch this. For the wrath is come upon them to the uttermost. So according to this, God's wrath is on the Jews, not his blessing. Why does that surprise you when the Bible says, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life? And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Didn't God tell us that the wrath of God abided on those who don't believe on his Son, Jesus Christ? If Judaism does not believe on the Son, his wrath is on them, not his blessing. And so this doctrine that says they are God's chosen people, they are under his blessing, they are the elect of God, that is just a false doctrine, plain and simple. I mean, the Bible just simply does not teach that. Now, go back, if you would, to Revelation 2 with that in mind. Now, what did we just read in 1 Thessalonians 2 that the Jews were guilty of? Well, killing Jesus, killing the prophets, and persecuting the apostles of Jesus Christ. Read the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, the early believers are always being persecuted, aren't they? They're constantly being thrown in prison. They're constantly under attack. And notice, who is always the one doing the persecuting? every time. It's always the Jews. I mean, look, in, in Acts, you won't find the Romans persecuting Christians. I'm not saying it didn't happen later. I'm saying in Bible times, in the book of Acts, the one group that is always the one persecuting the Christians is the Jews. Now, doesn't that make perfect sense with what he says here in Revelation 2, when he says, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer, verse 10. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I'll give thee a crown of life. So isn't it interesting? Right after he says, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan, he starts talking about how they're going to be thrown in prison and killed. Why? Because he's referring to persecution that's going to come at the hand of the Jews. Because that's who was persecuting the Christians at that time. And so it makes perfect sense. So when the Bible talks about the synagogue of Satan, uh, he's referring to the fact that the Jews are the synagogue of Satan. They're the only religion with synagogues. They're the, they're the only ones who are going around saying they're Jews. And the Bible said if they don't rejoice in Christ Jesus, they're not the circumcision. If they're not a Jew inwardly, they're not really a Jew in God's eyes. They don't believe in Christ. Remember when they tried to tell Jesus in John chapter 8, Abraham's our father. And Jesus said, if Abraham were your father, you'd do the works of Abraham. He turned around and said, you're of your father, the devil. Okay. And so we can see how they could easily be called the synagogue of Satan because the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which is basically the same as Judaism today, 
a false works-based religion that claims to be based on the Old Testament but rejects Jesus Christ, that's the Pharisees. That's the Jews. He told them you're of the father of the devil. The Bible calls them the synagogue of Satan. It makes perfect sense. Now, Wow, that is a lot to unpack. And by the way, I, I'm putting this out there to you, the good listener. Um, I would do, because, because this is a 22-hour program with this guy going through the book of Revelation, put in the comments if you'd like it to be a regular segment on this show when, you know, probably out of, you know, just one element out of each book that we highlight something that really stands out and out of the second book of revelation this one really stood out to me again who is going to usher in the antichrist it's those who do not believe that christ has come they are waiting for christ to come which christ are they going to lift up i'm just putting the question out there Regardless, um, you know, and listen, I don't necessarily agree with everything he said. I have to dig into it, but he puts forth a really compelling argument, I must say. And it is a great study. I was blown away by what he read about the first book of Revelation. So if you'd like this to become a regular segment where we put five, 10 minute snippets in, uh, you know, once in a while about each book, let me know because I would love to do it. And just remember that this is, we are watching the greatest story unfold. This program, as far as I'm concerned, when everyone else is watching, you know, the daily complaining in the news and, you know, oh, it's not fair to conservatives and Christians are being persecuted. Look, that's all important stuff. I get it. But honestly, we are years ahead of the news here. We are years ahead of it. This is a bigger story. Uh, and we're going to watch it unfold. And as we see the signs coming of this, and sometimes the signs are in the political, because the political actually has somewhat of a parallel with the spiritual. If everything is created in the spirit first, then it manifests in the political and in the different things that are going on right now. And by the way, we are seeing a persecution of of people who love Christ, particularly, in, in, you know, around the world, actually, it's happening. Uh, you know, if you're not woke, then you're in trouble right now. They're making a list and they're checking it twice. So let me know what you think. Definitely tune in Sunday to see what Jesse thinks about this. I'm excited to get her depth of knowledge on this. And, uh, and I've actually reached out to a, a couple of people, including the professor, so, Gary, if you're listening, I really want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, uh, he, he's a guy who's been in my life. We used to go to the same church together. He's very deep in the word. Maranatha, my friend. Uh, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, one day I'm going to get out the episode that I planned for today. I've been working on an episode basically just going through recent history of the things in the politics and stuff that's going to actually make you feel good that we're on the right track because everything is pointing towards it. And I've kind of got a bit of a deep dive that uh, follows things right from Benghazi to current day. And, and I can make a case legally, I can make a case spiritually that, uh, you know, things are going to turn around for you and throughout the world. And I do believe we're coming into a Jubilee 
as we mentioned on the last episode. So hang in there. It's a bit of a rough ride right now. How long, how long we're going to experience this turbulence, I don't know. But I get the sense that things are being accelerated right now, you might say. So take good heed. Also, by the way, uh, Tom Althaus, who is a, uh, a regular guest on, his, on this program, he's the one who wrote The Immortals, which turned into The Matrix. Look, he's in Texas right now, and I feel for everyone in Texas without power, uh, and in fact, about 13 states without power right now. But uh, I talked to him on the phone yesterday. He's going through a really tough time. There's a lot of stuff for him to figure out. So please pray for him. And uh, last night when I talked to him, it was uh, him and his, uh, his, his child Aiden in a car trying to stay warm and they were going to sleep in the car. Uh, he was unable to get a hotel and stuff like that. So keep him in your prayers. Uh, remember, pray for Jesse, her health, her tooth, and some rest for her. And we will see you back here on Sunday. Thank you again for listening. If you want to join the Ride On Radio Army, we're building it. We're just putting the foundation. It's going to start rolling out and rolling out. We're getting ready. We're ramping up. We've got some great people who are captains who've put in tremendous work uh, organizing this. So just a few things left to get put into play. And uh, if you want to join, use the email, writeonjeff at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check the description box because you're going to see some links. And by the way, when you hit the thumbs up, if you hit the notification bell, those things really do help this channel. And uh, if that's the only action you take today, at least you're taking action. So I thank you very much for that. My name is Jeff. Jesse will be back on Sunday. So remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, even if they're in the synagogue of Satan and make a difference in your community. Right on radio. Right on radio.